It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. You are Locked On Reds, your daily Cincinnati Reds podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What's up, Reds fans? My name is Jeff Carr, and you are Locked On Reds. And here we go. What's up, Reds fans, and welcome in to the Locked On Reds podcast here on a Monday. Thank you so much for downloading and listening to today's podcast. On today's show... I'm going to recap a really unfortunate weekend for the good old Red Legs, and we're going to talk what that means the rest of the way here in 2019. Before we get to that, though, make sure that you are subscribed to the podcast on iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, Stitcher, the Himalaya Podcasting app, and any other podcasting app which lets you subscribe to a particular podcast, this one especially. Also, hit us up on Twitter, at Locked On Reds and at Jeff Carr with three Fs, and give us a call on the Locked On Reds line, 513-549-0159. Trade deadline fast approaches. I want to know who you want to see in a Reds uniform, and maybe we'll even add a nuance to the question, who do you want to see traded? In a sort of way. Like, not necessarily you want to see him gone. Like, oh, get him out of here. But a guy you think could bring back value to the team for 2020 and beyond. Give us a call, 513-549-0159. So about the weekend. The Reds dropped three out of four games to the Cardinals. And it really clears things up. Not necessarily in a good way. In fact, I want to take this time now to look back on what we thought about what the 2019 season was going to be. There were a lot of us, myself included, that were hot takey. Thought the Reds were going to make the playoffs. Thought they were going to be the exact opposite of what they've been the last four years. Now, here's the thing. They're not going to lose 90-plus games this year. It's not going to happen. But they're also not making the playoffs. With that being said, I want to take a moment and just remember the high expectations that we had for this year, the high hopes. Maybe you were with me. Maybe you thought, this is a playoff team. This team is going to be playing in October. We're going to see them on national TV. It's just not meant to be. Looking at some of the things we had planned, we thought the pitching was going to be better, and it is. But the hitting, it derailed them. The hitting was what we thought would make the playoffs, make them a good team. Heck, you got to score runs to win a game. We thought they were going to be really good at that. But as it stands, they're not. And because they're not, 500 is really their ceiling. 
maybe they win a game or two more than 500. Maybe they stay below 500 for the year. But it's not going to be a playoff team. With that in mind, let us remember those hopes and expectations that we had and move forward the rest of this season with renewed hope for 2020. This is the kind of thing that can galvanize a fan base. Sure, we've already gone through a bunch of years where they didn't win enough games for us to care, and this may seem like another one of those years, but I'm here to tell you, it's setting up success for next season. They've got the pitching, now they need to get the hitting. That's coming, because the trade deadline looms large. A few more days for Dick Williams and Nick Crawl to make some moves, get them set up for the future, and they've got the ability to do that. They have the money coming off the books this offseason to set them up for a playoff run in 2020. So Reds fans, I'm here to tell you today, on this Monday, July 21st of 2019, that yes... The Reds' playoff hopes are pretty much dead for 2019. But the Reds' playoff hopes for 2020 have never been stronger. So let's take this time to thank Jose Iglesias and his beautiful glove, the plays that he makes, and Yasiel Puig with his golden arm and his raw power in the batter's box. We may never see their like again. At least after this season. Who knows if they will be a Red next year. They are guys that are on the short list of very valuable trading chips that a team like the Reds cannot afford to ignore. Last season they had the problem with that with Matt Harvey. Now, I'm not saying that he was a blue chip trade prospect, but at the same time they ignored any sign of trading him for a potential lottery ticket or anything like that, in the name of hashtag positive momentum. They cannot afford to do that this year. They cannot afford to hold on to Iglesias and Tanner Rourke, Jared Hughes and David Hernandez in thoughts that it may equal a crazy turnaround in the month of August and September. They need to be realistic. They need to understand they've been handed an opportunity, the front office has, to set this team up for success before the offseason even begins. Because this coming offseason is one of the most important offseasons in recent memory for this franchise. So let us lay down 2019. You've been a good year. We now look to the future and future successes. Go Reds. This episode is sponsored by Postmates. To start your free deliveries for a limited time, download the Postmates app and use promo code LOCKED ON. Have you ever found yourself in a position where the game is starting, but you are hungry? And you don't want to miss any point in the game. Heck, is there a point in the seventh inning where the game is tied? You've got the go-ahead run at the plate, but you really need a taco. And you don't have one at the house? 
Postmate it. Check out the Postmates app and for a seven-day trial period, use promo code LOCKEDON to get $100 in free deliveries for that seven-day period. Postmates is the delivery service for your food, your groceries, just about anything you can think of. You can Postmate it. Download the app today and enter promo code L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N for your free $100 in deliveries for your first seven days. You're listening to the Locked On Reds podcast here on a Monday. Thank you so much for downloading and listening to today's episode. In the first half, I had a nice little requiem for the 2019 Cincinnati Reds. Hopefully you didn't find that too corny. I really enjoyed it myself. But with that being said, there is a lot that needs to happen here in these next 10 days. And it's no longer that the Reds are buyers. Now, a traditional sense of the word buyer means that they're looking for guys who can help them get to the playoffs and make a playoff run this year. That's no longer the case. They need to be a buyer for the future, which kind of means that they're sellers. And there's been this weird, are they buyers, are they sellers, whatever. They just need to make the team better for the future. They need to not have the untouchable tag on too many guys. There's probably two guys on this team that I want the front office to have a quote-unquote untouchable tag on. And that is Luis Castillo and Nick Senzel. I don't want to see them leaving the Reds at all. I, I just feel like there is no deal that would make sense in which those guys would be traded because those guys are the future. That's your hitter that you build around and that's your pitcher that you build around is Luz Castillo and Nixon Zell. And, you know, not necessarily in that order. Flip them there. But uh, the important thing is that they go for some deals. The Hunt for Reds October podcast made a great point last week in that if the front office is so concerned with the limited value that some of these expiring contracts may bring back in a trade, then they won't pull the trigger on a deal like what the Reds did a few years back in trading Alfredo Simon to the Tigers for a Eugenio Suarez. Because back then, it's not like Suarez was coming in as a top guy. He didn't come in as a surefire, he's going to make our team great in the near future kind of trade. He was a wild card. He was a flyer. The Reds need to be looking for trades like that. If they can get something of, you know, like a flyer value for Tanner Rourke or for Jose Iglesias, or for Yasiel Puig. They need to be looking for that. They cannot be caught up in the whole, is he a fan favorite? Or, you know, we, we, we had an awesome bobblehead of him. He was riding a horse. Or, you know, just things like that. They, they can't be caught up in that. They need to be focused on what the team's going to look like in 2020. Do we want Jose Iglesias... Obviously, we want his defensive skills, his awesome glove that is silky smooth and he just catches everything that comes near him. But do we want his bat in the lineup? Because I think there's something to be said for sacrificing offensive prowess for defensive surety, which is what they've done. Look at the offense this season. It's horrible. It is quite 
low on the totem pole for the National League. In fact, there are three categories with which the Reds' offense ranks in the top five in the National League. They are the number one team for getting hit by pitches. They're the number four team for triples. Go figure on that one. I feel like we don't see that many, but they're fourth in the National League in triples. And they are the fifth they have the fifth most strikeouts. Those aren't necessarily things that you're looking for. I don't think we come into a season saying, man, I really hope that the Reds lead the league in getting hit by pitches. That just doesn't really, uh, no, doesn't really move the needle. And when you look at the things that actually matter, like hits, they're dead last in the National League. Runs scored, there's only one other team that's worse than them, and that's the Marlins. And the Marlins are terrible. I mean, if if we're sitting here and we're like, ooh, the Reds are the Marlins, the Marlins are the only team in the National League that has a worse, a worse record than the Reds. I understand that, and I know that that sounds absolutely awful when I'm sitting here trying to tell you that the Reds are better and they're poised for success next year. But the Reds have pieces in the right places. They have three-fifths, maybe four-fifths of their rotation already figured out for 2020. You've got Luis Castillo, Sonny Gray, Tyler Malley, and Anthony DiSclefani. It'll remain to see what happens with Tanner Rourke and Alex Wood and how that all plays out. Personally, I hope Tanner Rourke's traded because I feel like he's one of the most valuable trade chips that the Reds have. And they need to be looking to get value back for these guys with expiring contracts. But they've got their pitching staff figured out. They've got a good bit of their bullpen figured out. Now, it depends on how... Things play out with Rice Iglesias. If the team does end up trading him, that's a possibility. But they've still got Amir Garrett. They've still got Michael Lorenzen. And they've still got some guys in AAA that we haven't even seen this year. We haven't seen Sal Romano. We haven't seen much of Cody Reed. But he's shown the potential to be good at the major league level in the bullpen. Plus, on top of all of this, and the the fact that they do have a couple of hitters, I am very well aware that they do not have an everyday eight. And I was was even going back through some old podcasts to see just how bad my takes were in the preseason. I had mentioned that their everyday eight was going to be what drives their playoff machine. And obviously, that's been dead wrong. And they don't have an entire everyday eight that you look at and you say... That's a playoff team right there. But I do. Uh, they've got two surefire things in Sinzel and Suarez. They've got two guys who are close in Jesse Winker and Phil Irvin. And they've got the most important thing of all. Here's the thing. Coming into 2019, they set a precedent for payroll. They set a new benchmark. And $65 million of that is coming off the books. They will have lots of money to play with, and maybe even more, should the Castellinis decide to buy in a little bit more for a playoff run. Something I feel like Dick Williams and Nick Cross should be knocking on their door for right now. But we'll see how that all plays out. And this offseason could be, I mean, it's, it's definitely the most important in recent memory. And it should be a very good time. Reds Fest should be very exciting. In December, and I know, I know, I'm very, I, 
I'm very cognizant of the fact that I'm telling you, boy, wait till next year, and you're probably just throwing up in your mouth. I am. I mean, I just edited out that part. No, I'm okay. I didn't do that. But it does get annoying saying, bah, well, just wait till next year, man. Next year. But I'm telling you, these last four years of 90 plus losses, did you see a light at the end of the tunnel? Did you see the potential for the next season to be that much better? I do this year. There's a lot of negative folks in the comments section on redlegnation.com and on the wonderful twitter.com who are just like, oh, they're terrible. Blow it up. Start over. Get all new people. This team can't do anything. It's awful. And there's some even, too, that are just like, the owners need to sell the team. Okay, first of all, the owner's not going to sell the team. Bob Castellini, he's the owner of the Reds. He's not going to sell the team. So stop it with that. That's not happening. But they've got the leadership in play. They've got a couple of good pieces to build around, and they've got money with which to do the building. You don't have to squint that hard to see success in 2020. Am I just a crazy man? I'm probably just a crazy man. Whatever. Let me know that I'm crazy. Call me, 513-549-0159, and let me know just how crazy I am. That's going to do it for the Monday edition of the Lockdown Reds podcast. Thank you so much for downloading and listening to today's show. On Tuesday's show, we are going to recap the series opening game in Milwaukee, see how Sonny Gray does against the Brewers, and we're going to take a look at maybe some rumors, maybe some rumblings, and we're going to look at some guys who need more playing time moving forward now that we can all agree that the playoffs are out of reach here in 2019. Anyway, hope you have a great Monday. For the Locked on Reds podcast, my name is Jeff Carr, and I'll talk to you guys tomorrow. Hey, Prime members, you can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.